I listen. You don't leave Boston and not perform and get the accolades he's written about him unless you're a special guy. They they are they couldn't be nicer about his exit of the Braves. Like wish him well. Good for you. Headlines of the Boston Herald and Boston.com are the love fest that is Chris Sale. Yeah, and and you want to talk about a guy that he literally is the perfect player at the perfect time for the Atlanta Braves. Sandra's got a bunch of stuff from his interview yesterday uh-huh. that he did with the media. You're going to love That's it. That's coming in a few minutes. So we got to be honest here. There's a lot of New Orleans, Atlanta stuff going on. Yes. Many, many years ago, I had a friend, Todd Graffanini. He moved here after uh, Katrina. We put him on the air at the old radio station, 790 The Zone. Um, and, and and he's always been grateful of that. And he lived with Mike Bell and a lot of guys here. And he's been all over Atlanta radio because of that. And he's great on the show. And I feel... Like, I have to be honest, because I wrote him a text last night, and I essentially, I try to be, as I get older, try to not do this because it's bad. I lied to him. I lied to him. <laughs> flat out. Because we booked him for buy or sell because we were up against it, and we could <laughs> we tried to get Bobby Bear. I did not hear from Bobby Bear, So I said, Graf, do buy or sell tomorrow. He's like, awesome. Well, then Bobby Bear texts me last night at 1030, and I text Graf, and I say, oh, dude, my producer had already booked Bobby Bear. I didn't know. <laughs> right? And I, it was a lie. I made a decision. You know, it's my name on the moniker outside the room. You see that? It says the steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I made a decision to say, let's go with Bobby Bear because he has a little more gravitas than Todd Graffanini. And Todd's texts back were very curt. He was hurt. <laughs> It was very curt. And and Todd, um, how did you react last night when you got bumped for buy or sell? What was your first reaction? I, I was not pleased, Dake. I mean, I, I live for this. You know, two times a year the Saints play the Falcons, and, uh, you know, I get to do buy or sell with you, which is a treat in itself, and then just to be shoved aside like, like uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, like we've never even knew each other. And, again, uh, look, I, I understand the clout that Bobby Hebert has, and I understand that you gave him his start in radio. And, yeah. and, and, and I know that there's a deep history there. But, I, I you know, I mentioned you in my freaking Tulane Hall of Fame speech, right. Steak. Yeah, that's, and I get again. That's just, so you know, he made the Tulane Sports Hall of Fame. I know, well and, deserved. And he referenced what, me. What did you say about steak? Is what I'd like to know. Well, I I thanked him because at that point in my life, when I had to move to Atlanta because of Katrina, I was seriously considering leaving the field altogether. Oh. And uh, when Steak gave me that opportunity at the old station uh, to at least be you know sane and come in and do things and and you know do the updates and and get on the air it kind of rejuvenated me sandy because i'd never been out of new orleans before and i didn't know if what i was doing would have translated yep. to to uh, to other markets okay so realize you know what i'm pretty okay at it so You're great at it there so so given so. that and now he's the voice of the new orleans pelicans right. a legend so given that do i get a pass for literally just completely bumping you from buy or sell and lying about it. So something I thought <laughs> I need. You might. The lying steak, I, I don't know. That might be worth a couple of martinis at Hal's. I, I, you know, right. that that's. Now, being bumped for Bobby Bear, I can handle. Right. I love Bobby. It, so it, it I just hope you guys. Block off a half hour for buy or sell because you're going to need it. <laughs> That's what I Really quick, and we only have 60 seconds, and we appreciate Todd Graffinini, voice of the Pelicans, voice of uh, you know, voice of New Orleans. 
in all seriousness, how does the fan – you listen to our show every day, and we really appreciate it, and to the station. How does the fan base feel about this version of the New Orleans Saints, who did have a big win last week on the road to keep things alive? I think Bobby will say the same thing. Everything that you guys say every single day is what's being said in New Orleans. Right. It's just been to, – to have to – and here's the tough part. The team that controls its own destiny in the NFC South at one point this season, lost six of seven wow. games. Didn't it's, even incre- it's, it's incredible. Tampa it's went incredible. one and six. One and yes. six. It's wow. pathetic. Oh, yeah. my yes. God. Yeah. So there you have oh. it. That's yep. it in a nutshell, Stacey. All right. Thanks, buddy. Uh, by the way, Pel- right. Pelican has been playing well, right, of late? Absolutely. Nine and three last 12, playing the Clippers tonight, two of the hottest teams in the league. So, All right. Good yeah, job. You know, ever since Vegas, we've been rolling. Thanks, buddy. There's Todd Graffanini, who is bumped. Flat out. Yeah. We bumped him. We had, listen, life is full of hard decisions. You and I know that. We've been through it. So we made I, a decision. I, I make him daily. And yeah. he's, he's a true journalist. So he gets <laughs> journalist! journalist. Yeah. Baby Sophie should have popped in there, too. So we right. love Todd. He's awesome. Okay. So. And and I did tell you in buy or sell. Just let Bobby do it. Yeah, Don't even turn no, it because it's to gonna. Co- you gotta keep I'm it I'm gonna moving. have to coach Bobby in the break. So true. I'm gonna have to coach him on the air. Like That's Bobby, right. we're trying to move. Move this along. the fastest two yes. hours in radio. That's right. We can't have a 30-minute answer if I ask you about, you know, jambalaya, right? I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, so. That's a 45-minute answer yeah. for sure. So. All right, so what did you love most about the Chris Sale press conference? First of all, the deal that came, I was actually a little surprised because they're, they're betting on the come. They're giving him a two-year contract extension, basically tore up what they had. So it's uh, two years, $38 million, club option 2026 for $18 million. So you're like, huh. So interview goes on yesterday with Chris Sale, and I will tell you, he did that from Northport, from Brave Spring Training. He is throwing as of yesterday. He lives right by there. He yeah, said he, he plans to be there two or three days a week. He was throwing at Red Sox camp as of last week. Amazing. Because he lives near there. Yep. So they're not far from each other. Right. And then he literally just changed his commute. It's like somebody just like whose office moved from Alpharetta to like Marietta. Exactly. You know? Perfect. And yes. literally he showed up at, at Braves camp throwing. Right. So they approached him, the Red Sox did, and said, listen, the Braves are in the mix. He waves all the trade clause nonsense and said, I've been the biggest Braves fan forever. Autograph I got was from Chipper Jones. I went to a uh, went to a camp, uh, got a picture with him. I'm, I think I was like 12 years old, 13 years old. Uh, you know, got a picture with him. He signed a baseball for us, and uh, it was great. And, you know, obviously, like I said, growing up in the South, this this was kind of the team down here. And, uh, you know, rich in history, you look at some of the players that have come through this organization, uh, you know, shoot, even the players that are on this roster now. Um, it's exciting. He talked about even projected this starting rotation and, and joining it. I'll let you hear what he said about it. But if you go across fan graphs, MLB Network, anybody who's talking about baseball right now, the Braves are the number one team. Oh, my the God. The rotation I mean, is the number one rotation. The number one lineup, one through mm-hmm. nine, number one starting rotation. And we're about to see what it, the AA did with that bullpen as well, which Chris Sale, you know, who knows? He's Obviously, he's a starter. Now, how it plays out in the postseason, I'm tired of people saying just make him right for October. I mean, like, dude, he, he's coming. He's, got th- he's not going to throw 180 innings, but he throws 140 innings, 150 innings. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, he, he is supposed to be a major part. It's not just about, like, get to September with him healthy. Like, he's in the rotation day one. It's go time. Exactly. He talked about joining this great group. 
Well, I gotta, I gotta talk to Charlie about that that fountain of youth he's sipping because he's he's <laughs> he's figured out a way to 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 stay strong throughout. Um, you know, and and Strider's one of the best pitchers in the game, and Max is one of the best lefties in the game. I mean, we're very excited to to, to hop on this staff and and you know feed off each other and and compete. Um, you know, for another division and hopefully another world championship. The narrative about Chris Sale, and you certainly know more than me, he's fiery to say the least. Takes total responsibility. His final words in Boston were, I never lived up to my end of the bargain. They re-signed me after we won a World Series. I did not deliver for that franchise. I, I can't thank them enough for hanging in there with me. He's the guy that you put the microphone in front of, just like Spencer Strider. And, Bo, you've seen this, right? Like, he, I was terrible, inexcusable, let my team down. You know, um, he is fiery, and he is no – he doesn't play this athlete of passing the buck at all. No, he doesn't. When he, when he pitches not good or up to his standard, standard. he'll let you know, and he, he gets down on himself. And right? he that's gets, gets of, that's very – That's the kind of athlete you want. I mean, Sandra, he's a six and two-thirds, 12, 12 strikeout, you know, one walk kind of guy when his stuff is, is – is, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we all know what Strider's capable of. He's got the same stuff. Now, he's not what he was eight years ago, seven years ago, but he ain't far behind, I'll tell you that. Uh, Dave O'Brien does a nice podcast, and he had A.J. Przinsky on. I want to just read you what he said. This is Przinsky talking about Chris Sale. He comes with a different attitude. Chris Sale doesn't put up with. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that he's a prick. What he'll do is he's going to give you his opinion, and he's going to say, this is what I feel, this is what I think, and he's going to stick by it. But he does it in the right way. I mean, he cut up uniforms, he's broken TVs, but who hasn't done stuff like that in their past? Yeah, and he had the thing in Chicago where, you know, they had that little controversy with the organization, they cut up the uniforms, whatever it is. He, you know, he's, he's next level. This is not one of those, you know, modern-day uh, young 22-, 3-year-olds that never get too uh, fired up. Dude, he gets fired up. Yeah. He talked about that, and they brought it up to him yesterday, and he was just simply said, I'm a little older now, and, you know, I, I, I'm, he, he basically said, I, I'm matured a little bit. So Yeah. Yeah, I really, I think you guys, Braves fans especially, will enjoy listening to the whole thing. And I'm going to tell you, there was probably six or eight Boston reporters on the Zoom call, and he was very gracious, and they were lovely to him. So I think it's just a good listen for you. Well, listen, anytime you're on the mound uh, and you strike out three Dodgers oh. when you win a World Series, I mean, Chris Sale was on the mound for that in Game 5 of the World Series a few years ago. So, again, that's all we ask for in Atlanta. Be a part of a World Championship, right? You know, it's it's like, you know, why do the Braves get uh, a pass more often than anybody else in town? Well, we got two World Series. We got two championships. Falcon fans would sound different if we had won. Hawks fans would sound different if we have one. Braves have delivered two. They're certainly in position with this lineup and this rotation to deliver number three. And uh, it is going to be. You thought the battery was hopping last year? Imagine imagine when the Braves come in. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, you'll see Max Fried, the lefty, game one. You'll see Spencer Strider in game two. You'll see Chris Sale in game three. We go to game four, you know. Charlie Morton and a slew of other Bryce young. Bryce Elder, A.J. Smith-Shawver right. by then. Like, yeah, so, yeah. like, forget about Just it. Just made me excited. So there Bobby you go. Bobby Bear. when we come back, play by yourself. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. I'm going to recommend this. The Steakhouse. Yeah. Awesome. On Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game.
1023, Steak and Sandra, um, as my dad would say, Sandra, mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, uh, joining you on uh, Sports Radio 929 The Game. The 10 o'clock hour, our good buddies... Bobby B, mancavestore.com. I was up there yesterday, y'all. Um, how how sweet is that place looking? Oh, my God. First of all, all those theater chairs, if you've been wanting to get them for your man cave for the yeah. Super Bowl, they're all 20% off, by the way. So uh, go tell them we sent you in. Yeah, it's man right cave game this football season. Go to mancavestore.com. Can they program my TVs and all that stuff, too? I'm no, they don't do that. They can dial you up oh, with a golden tee. Okay. Go yeah, to well. the Geek Squad. They can do all that all silly right, stuff. I know. I get this is professional stuff like games, I, I, shuffleboard, custom pool table with a big Tulane gray, green wave in the oh, center. Oh, I Look like at that. You. Yeah, a little Tulane. A little Northeast Louisiana stuff. Joining us now, the legend, the man, the myth, Bobby A. Bear, joining us on Sports Radio 92.9. Bobby, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Stig, it's always great uh, to hear your voice. You know, I always give you a lot of credit. Uh, Bob, how did you start with the radio? So there's a guy, Stig Shapiro, uh, a rich Jewish guy from the Northeast, came down to Tulane, New Orleans, <laughs> and, and he gave this uh, this Cajun Catholic uh, an opportunity when I was in the ATL. So, uh, yeah. You know, Stig, I married. Uh, I tell you what, I, I appreciate that. Thanks. I married a Cajun Catholic. You know, I married a girl from Lafayette. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Right? The. Uh, the uh, famous uh, family out of uh, Louisiana. So, all right, here's the thing, Bobby. We have a ton of things to talk to you about, okay? Okay. And I know if you've heard this before, the word is verbose. Sometimes your answers go long. I want to get as much out of you as possible. Have you ever heard that before or not? No, I learn something every day. Yeah. Uh, right. Verbose. That, that, no, that's, a big, that's a big word for me. No, no, no. I mean, have you ever heard that sometimes your answers run long? Oh, that all the time, not some of the time. <laughs> I'm gonna work on it today. Though. All right. So, how is life though for you and the kiddos in New Orleans and your uh, career? You know how many folks love you here in Atlanta. So, what's the life of Bobby Abraham been like last twelve months? Well, uh, last twelve months, uh, I keep getting more grandbabies, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I have Bobby Abraham the fourth. See, Bob had a little son. Uh, he 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 looks like a a barbarian from Germany. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. No, he's he's gonna be a big cat. So uh, Bobby the fourth. Uh, you know, my dad had passed away with COVID, so my dad would be so proud that T. Bob named his little boy after him. So now I have six grandkids from the West Coast, all the way. So I got I got one in Asheville, North Carolina, right now. My oldest daughter. I got T. Bob in Baton Rouge. I got Bo in St. Louis, and I got Cammy in uh, Los Angeles. So wow, that's you know, awesome. Uh, they uh, north, south, east, west. I'm everywhere. How much do you love being a grandfather? Is it just like the greatest? I thing? love it. That's the best thing. Uh, and and I, I tell you what, you know, you get married and you have a wife, or you might have wives, plural, whatever. But the the grandkids come first down the road. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not as interested in sex as you used to be. You might a little bit. But that's why the, the grandkids take priority over that. So the sex thing is not as important, but the grandkids is very important. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, very important because I know how important my grandparents and, and my yeah, you know, and help raise and, you know yeah how important that was just to be part of their life and hey that that's your offspring so yeah. that's why you know I always embrace that. Bobby Abear with us. When you moved to Atlanta as a lifelong saint in the rivalry. Do you remember anything initially? I don't remember who signed you. I assume Harold Richardson maybe signed you, or um, and and or who the head coach was. It uh, yeah, it was a combination of Harold Richardson, uh, Jerry Glanville, 
And then, uh, you know, with June Jones, I probably had a number of conversations so, with June Jones. So was it I ever it. was it ever weird? How did Atlanta folks initially say about bringing a New Orleans Saint into the mix? Well, uh, because uh, general manager Finks uh, with, with the Saints at the time, um, you know, he was so bitter because we ended up the players winning that antitrust uh, lawsuit. And then when I held out in 1990, uh, the only reason why he brought me back in 1991, because uh, John Forkate and Steve Walsh did not work out at quarterback. You know, they were 500, 8 and 80, made the playoffs in 90, lost to the Bears. I came back in 91. We won the NFC West. We were 11 and 5. But that year, I remember uh, things would have not have brought me back if they would have worked out. So Coach Morris said Jim Morris, the dad, would not sign an extension unless they brought me back. So uh, Coach Warren took care of me at 11 and 5, and I knew as soon as my contract was up that he wasn't gonna, uh, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't gonna resign. So me. he was Jim. That, Jim Finks was that angry with you, huh? He, he was a rat fink. Rat fink. Uh, so, so if you saw him in the hallway or you saw him on the field, did you guys even speak to each other that final year? Oh, I always called him Mister Finks. I respect my elders. I was raised the right way. Yeah. But uh, like I told him, Stick, you like this story. Uh, when I held out 19, I go, Mr. Fink, because I wanted the market value. He says, I, I'm not going to give you, uh, I'm going to pay you whatever I want to pay you. We own you. Ooh, that's why we won the antitrust lawsuit. I went testify in front of Judge Doty, Minneapolis. Uh, that's the wrong thing to say to a player. And I go, Mr. Fink, you know, uh, management is not always right. For instance, if you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, they cut Johnny Unitas and kept you. <laughs> What? Oh my God. <laughs> now, now think about this. Johnny Niners, arguably before Joe Montana, our greatest quarterback ever. We all know what he did with the Baltimore Colts. The Steelers cut Johnny Niners and kept Jim Finks at quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, but, but that's when he was chain smoking, one after the other. Boy, and that's when you used to belt the smoke in the room and all that. And uh, I, I, I tell you what, uh, Teresa was in that room and he finally had to walk out because he was lighting one after the other. And um, she, she goes, why did you tell him that? I go, well, I'm just speaking the truth. He goes, oh, he's angry right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a rat fink. All right, uh, that's a great story I never heard. And that's how you ended up in Atlanta, essentially, and, uh, and you came here and won for the Falcons. Well, I tell you what, and, uh, the Smith family, uh, Rankin and Taylor Smith, they really took care of me. Yeah. I, tell you, I, I thought I was an aristocrat coming to uh, Atlanta. The reason why I say that, you know, then you all like to hunt and fish and all that. Like Mr. Benton, he never took me to his ranch in San Antonio. But I go to Atlanta, all of a sudden they take me down in South Georgia and I'm quail hunting at their mansion. And, man, I, I felt like I was out of Africa. All of a sudden we're setting up and having lunch in the middle of the field. We're riding horseback. And, and all of a sudden we uh, here we quail hunting and, you get off your horse, get your shotgun, get to uh, shoot quail. I, I felt like I, I was a big shot. You know who was on that trip with me and ended up running the Olympics or getting him to Atlanta and had a, a Augusta, Billy Payne. So it's uh, Billy Payne, it's the Smith family, and it's Bobby Bear in South Georgia quail hunting and getting to know about what it's going to be like life in Atlanta. Yes, they, they were recruiting me uh, to come there, and I, I thought it was awesome. And I tell you what uh, – <laughs> They, they had a dog. You know how you have bird dogs? Oh, all dogs are the same. No, they're not. They had this one dog. I think, if I can remember, oh, Mr. Rankin, he, he had said, I think this dog was worth like fifteen, twenty thousand, whatever. And that dog's name was Dion. Uh. And all these other dogs, 
I'm telling you, they couldn't keep up with Dion. He would run circles around all the other dogs at the point to the oh, bird, and we were guaranteed that we're going to hit a, a, a big uh, covey of doves. I mean, a uh, quail. Uh, whatever Dion, when Dion was, was out there. Down. Oh, that's all right, awesome. let's. We got a couple minutes for buy or sell with Bobby Abear. Now it's time for buy, buy or sell. Sell on the steakhouse. Sandra, you're okay if it's just Bobby. I want only Bobby. Yes. yes. Right. So it's, you know what it is, buy or sell, depending on what I ask you, right? Right. We're moving fast here. You, you're with me? Okay. R- r- rapid fire. Rapid fire. Saints <laughs> were smart to sign Derek Carr. Saints were smart to sign Derek Carr. Uh, sell. Russell Wilson was done wrong. Russell Wilson was done wrong. Uh, sell. Come on, be tough. Come on. You, you don't think... Uh, uh, Sean Payton getting rid of him on that contract deal the way it played out? Well, uh, it, well, listen, they, they, they knew they don't want him to get hurt at the end. They don't want to owe him all that money. See, I have a, I'm not just I'm pro player usually, but I'm not always pro player. I have enough common sense. Come on. My money comes into play. <laughs> uh, we got the cut here. Uh, tuba players. Tuba players by yourself. Tuba players, uh, I don't know, they're an orchestra, I guess. As far as tuba player by himself, uh, I'd sell that. Hope that Arthur Smith gets another year. Hope that Arthur Smith gets another year. Uh, yes, because that probably would uh, help the Saints <laughs> if, if he gets another year. What's your thought on the Falcons coming in? They are not impressed leading into it? I'm very impressed with the Falcons. I'm telling all the Saints and, and the Houdat Nation, I mean, this is ridiculous. You let Atlanta come four straight games and run for over 200 yards. They've done it three straight games, over 200 yards rushing. If they do that, I can tell you for sure Atlanta's going to win. LSU, next SEC team to play for a title other than Georgia or Bama. LSU, next uh, program to play for a title in the SEC other than Georgia or Bama. No, because their defense is sorry. Uh, I mean, uh, Matt House, they made, uh, he makes Bo Pelini look like a genius on defense. Uh, n- no, no, uh, LSU because they handicapped by their defense. That was a shame they wasted Jane Daniels' talent. Uh, when you have the number one offense scoring and overall yards, and uh, no, the defense was, it was unbelievable how bad they were. Jambalaya better Cajun dish than Etouffee. Jambalaya better Cajun dish than Etouffee. No, I, I would say Etouffee. I say etouffee, uh, you know, like crawfish etouffee. Uh, jambalaya because you can have uh, different versions of that, whether you use tomato or not, or Spanish. And uh, because really jambalaya is more that you know the Cajun cultures they mix in. That's more uh, has a lot of Spanish influence. Way etouffee is purely French. All right, you see that? Learn something. Yeah, that's good. really French. This rant never gets old. Hang on. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. That rant never gets old, and Jim Mora in general. Well, uh, Jim Mora, oh, no, bye, Jim Mora. Jim Mora, I want to say he's like 88 now. He still looks like he's in his 70s. He's unbelievable. And I said, man, I know. What are you drinking? Drinking from the fountain of youth? Probably nothing. uh, He's not drinking like you and I are, Bobby, probably, right? Uh, No, he likes to have a good time. He likes to have a good time. I don't know. I think it's good genes. His poor poor son's at the University of Connecticut. That's not where, you know, that's not where it's supposed to end up for him. That's where, (laughs) yeah. 
when you consider you go from the NFL and you had UConn right now, yeah, that that that, that shows you that shows you truly. <laughs> That's a fall from grace in the NFL and UCLA. Uh, things will work out for Bryce Young in Carolina. Things will work out for him in Carolina. Uh, I, I would I would sell that. Uh, I don't know how many patients, how much patience, you know, this day and age, if you don't work out in a couple of years, oh, he's a bust, not necessarily a bust. Uh, he just looks too little to me. When Don't you see him in the NFL? It, doesn't he look little? It looks diminutive, looks small. Yeah, I mean, again, we have a couple of uh, buddies of ours who said you don't draft a guy that size, that high in the NFL draft. Uh, this, I agree with that. This movie... Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Waterboy is not as funny as everyone says. Buy or sell. Waterboy, not as funny as everyone says. Uh, I, 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 I would sell that. Waterboy is funny because you got to stereotype. You got to make fun of, of different cultures and people. Now <laughs> it's like, oh, they want to cancel you. Oh, well, you can't do that. that that's politically incorrect at all. Is that no, what I like took these out of the icebox. Louisiana fog cakes. Did you grow up... <laughs> Did you grow up with kids that sounded like that in high school? Oh, but I, I and I still have friends that sound like that. <laughs> I get right there, come on. I'm right out. Ed Ogeron is a living legend. Ed Ogeron is a living legend. By yourself. Bye. Bye. And uh, Ed Ogeron is the best college roommate ever to have. Uh, boy, if we, if, we did, if we did a real life story on that one, I, I he I was your he was your me. college roommate. Yes, I'd have to throw too many people. We'd have to throw too many people under the bus. So we're not like Jose Canseco. We're not that desperate for money. But I mean, if we really wanted to tell the truth, what was? Oh my it? God, it, 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 we might win an award for this movie. That's a documentary or a film. Or how many ladies? Well, you were going out with Teresa at the time, I guess, right? She was a cheerleader. No, 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 no. no. I was with Coach O before uh, my first wife. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a very active uh, dorm room or whatever you want to call it, right? Very active. I, I, I never forget what, uh, what Coach O was at. Now, you know, he was at LSU, and then he quit at LSU because he wasn't starting off as a freshman. He didn't want to run scout team. I go, no, you got to pay your dues. So his dad made him shovel shrimp in Grand Isle down in South Louisiana. He goes, I don't know. I know I don't want to do this. So he calls up Northwest. He goes, yeah, well, we get you a scholarship here. I said, man, I know they'll want you. So uh, his dad brought him up to go to school in North Louisiana in, in Natchitoches. And um, the only thing he says, he used to call me Bobby J. He goes, Bobby J, all I want you to do is make sure Coach O wakes up every morning and, and goes to class. <laughs> now, I know y'all going to have a good time at night, and, and, and y'all going to do good. Just make sure he wakes up in the morning and goes to class. So I, I say, come on. Uh, I know we only slept a couple hours. Come on, Coach O. We got, I'm Coach O. Come on, baby. Oh, well, we got to go to class. We got to go to class right now. If you just show up, they're not going to fail you. Now, you're not going to be on the dean's list. You might, but you're, they're going to pass you. But you got to go to school. Oh. That's hysterical, oh, that's dude. Amazing. All right, finally, a uh, Mardi Gras float should be in the top of anybody's bucket list. Riding a Mardi Gras float should be at the top of a lifetime bucket list. Buy or sell? Oh, I'll buy that for sure. Uh, boat on and off the float. The whole atmosphere, you know, to experience that, uh, Probably the only places you can experience that besides New Orleans that I say do that, whether you'd be in Rio de Janeiro or Trinidad. Yeah. Uh, the, now, the, the, we all know uh, what it's like to really have a good time and not be all worried about what people are going to think about you. <laughs> all right, Bobby. Who do you think wins on Sunday, by the way? Uh, 
I think because the Saints are hot right now. Uh, that I, I'm not hot. I said they they, they played terrible against Durant, but just how they went to Tampa and played. And I said, I said the Atlanta's lost what uh, three of the past four. Yeah, I, I would go the Saints, but they're not going to cover. I think the Saints three point favorite. I'm looking like Saints 24 23, but. I know Crew got a game-winning kick at the end. He ain't missing for Atlanta. I know that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Always great to talk to you. Send my love to the kids and the family and everybody else. All right, Stig. I love y'all. All right. All right. Talk Thank to you, later. buddy. There's Bob Hever joining us from New Orleans. Living legend. Radio gold yeah. every single time. <laughs> that Ed Ocheron. I forgot roommate. that he was roommates That's crazy. with him. All right, we'll come back. Wrap it up. Three All strikes. Right. Sports Radio 99. It takes a cool cat to blow there's just, one, and then there's two A. There you go. Four, and I think all parents do. They just probably it probably changes, right? I don't think I don't think Steak has that. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Anything surprise you about college that you didn't expect after your first semester or not? Uh, I think it was pretty straightforward. It was definitely easier than I expected. Just in terms of ha- coming from high school. And yeah, all. definitely academically. Yeah. Well, so you know. I mean, yeah, no, I'm a smart, I'm a smart cookie. Are you enjoying sorority life? Yeah, it's fun. It's different than I expected. Meaning? Um, There's just a lot more like events. Like I would say in high school, I wasn't like the most involved. Like I wasn't like student council or anything. And this kind of gives the same vibes as that. (laughs) I gotcha. Well, good. 404-726-092. Have we filled the lines now with anybody that now we can move on to our uh, conversation? Yes. Let's do it. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, uh, let's play three strikes. Uh, Freeman, uh, who's your biggest rival, buddy? Florida Gators. Favorite regional cuisine? Cajun. Cajun, you said? Yes, sir. Oh, I thought he said bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, that's a food group too. Isn't yeah, it? That's I'm a food pork, you, pork, yes. pork products. Um, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite kid? Oh man! Just us listening. Here yes, I, yeah. I'll say yes, and yeah. you do too, because I watched you huff up and down the stairs of a. Uh, dorm room in August. Oh yeah, with the Oh, well, you were there. I and, watched. And I, and, I, and, I, and I passed you, and I said, "What's up, Stacy?" And you said, "Oh, baby." We were both sweat. <laughs> I said, "Okay." It was August. I, it was I hot. His, it was. I know, it. Who, I know who his favorite is. I know who my favorite is. That's Thanks, all buddy. I'll say. Aww. Let's go to Drew. Hey, Drew, as a fan, who's your biggest rival? Uh, I agree with the last guy. Florida Gators, man. I like the Georgia, so I hate the Gators. Favorite regional cuisine. I gotta go so, with some uh, some old school spaghetti and meatballs, man. So I'll say Italian. Is that right? Yeah, Italian. Italian. Do you have yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite kid? I only have one, so yeah. <laughs> That's easy. I hope if, if if the kid didn't make the cut, that'd be no. A problem. I only have one. <laughs> hey, uh, ten o'clock hour brought to you by Man Cave. Visit mancavestore.com. They bring us the ten o'clock hour. We'll say hi to Andy and Randy coming up on a Friday. Sports Radio Night Two Nine Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Jack Scott! Every Tuesday night at 10. Jason Longshore gets you caught up with the world of soccer with Atlanta Soccer Tonight. Go! 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 Tune in as Jason gives you insider analysis on the B. 